0: Everyone. In today's episode I'm joined with Lizzie and, and, and Lizzie has Crohn's disease and today we're going to be hearing about her journey with Crohn's and uh, we're going to, uh, going to hear uh, 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 um, all the different things that Lizzie does um, with, with Crohn's raising awareness and all, all that stuff. Well, so th- thank you Lizzie for joining me today.
1: And No problem. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well, just to start off with Lizzie, if you would just like to introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm Lizzie. I'm thirty-one years old, um, and I've had Crohn's since I was thirteen. Um, so quite a long time in most of my most of my life. I think I probably had my first flare-up when I was like eleven, um, and then got diagnosed when I was like thirteen. So yeah, it's been a, a long journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I
0: quite a long journey. Um, Did do, do, you do, do? Do you feel like um, because? Um, like getting uh, like getting diagnosed quite young did you, did you find that um, like like that,
1: that it was quite hard getting diagnosed at a young age? I don't know I I always kind of think it must be harder for people when they get diagnosed sort of like maybe in their late teens or 20s because for me like I was just kind of a kid I didn't really understand what it meant to have like an autoimmune um I didn't really understand the sort of consequences of it they said you know you'll have it all your life i didn't really kind of think about uh where it might take me so i think it was quite easy to to accept it really at that age you know they just said oh the doctor says you've got prones i was like oh okay i'm gonna go back and play
0: (laughs) yeah i suppose you don't really understand at that age because you're quite young but um so sometimes you think it might be although, although we don't want it at all um, if we had the choice, we wouldn't. We would want it. But um, I suppose it's better getting diagnosed younger, so you get more understanding when you're a little bit older.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But no, I I didn't really find it hard to accept, this at the time I didn't really understand what it what it meant. So you know, it's just sort of something I've grown up with and kind of was was used to it from a very young age, really. Yeah.
0: I suppose it is. It's quite. Um, Quite
1: hard to explain as well. Um, the uh, Crohn's as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Um, I think nowadays like things are a lot easier for kids. I think they make kind of leaflets and they have like special nurses to explain things to people. But, um, you know, when I was diagnosed, things were were quite basic. It was just a phone call to my parents. They said, "Oh, you've got this Crohn's. You're going to have it all your life." Um, I think they asked to sort of see if I wanted to see a therapist, and I was like. Now I'm fine, uh, I don't know I don't know what this yeah. is really, but yeah, I'll be fine, I'm sure. Um and that was that was kind of the extent of it. Yeah. But I think nowadays I think it's a there's a lot more sort of put into younger people, you know, and trying to help them and, you know, um come to terms with the diagnosis and what it sort of means really. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like I like I was diagnosed um in twenty seventeen, so um, I suppose um, doesn't seem that long ago, but it is a bit. <laughs> but um, it's like I, I know what you mean. Like with like you get these like like you get these treatments a lot more now. You get more like this treatment um, making some more as we speak, and then all those the different things you can have with Crohn's. But um, it is uh, it is it is it's it's, it's not nice Crohn's because
1: there's so many different things um, that come with it. Yeah, that's it. I think, um, you know, one thing that I've noticed is like people do kind of just brush it aside. Um, You know, I've had people turn around to me and be like, oh, you know, you're still having stomach problems and you're like, oh God, you know, it's so much, so much more than that. Um, And I think sort of spreading awareness of just all the things that it can, um, sort of manifest as you know um, you know like I used to get joint pain I used to have like sort of those uh, everything when med- you med- I think it's called like big swellings all over my legs like really bad hip pain I could hardly walk sometimes um, you know like mouth ulcers just like constant fatigue um you know there's so many so many things that you get with it but people just kind of think it's just like a bit of a stomach problem a bit of stomach upset like um you know irritable bowel I think people confuse it with a lot as well don't they yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's,
0: it's, yeah I think it's it's very confusing I'm um, like crying. and um it's hard when you have to explain to someone that hasn't doesn't often isn't um Suppose they don't need to know what it is because they don't have it themselves. But it is nice when you hear people have heard of it, and I think nowadays, if uh, I, I found if you if I say to someone that is unaware or I thought was unaware, they, they, they would say to me, oh, I'm, uh, like um, they would say that my like a friend has that. So it, I suppose it with the people spreading awareness, it does get it does get more known
1: yeah yeah that's it i think it just seems to be maybe more common these days i don't know but yeah most people um if i say it to them they'll say that they have a friend or a cousin or somebody that they know who's who's got it now through. so you know maybe it's it's more common or maybe it's just more awareness of it i don't know yeah, yeah like do you do you,
0: do you find that like like, like people just um but well, especially like um like they say it's a toilet condition or, or like a diet, like you have to be on a diet. Do, do, do you think that is quite common?
1: Um, what do you mean that like people? Yeah, like they
0: like, say, like people make like the, those of assumptions that um, it's like a it's like a, a stomach issue. Like you have to, it's just going to the toilet or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people think that like um, you know, it's just like stomach cramps or or something like that you know um i don't think i I don't think a lot of people are aware that it's actually an autoimmune condition either um i think a lot of people think it's just similar to like irritable bowel where maybe you eat something that doesn't agree with you yeah
0: yeah i I think with with like ibs ibd it it's, it's hard when um because they are they are Different things are two separate things, but they are. I suppose, have some similar things. But I think with IBS, it's more, it's more like. Uh, I don't think you, you don't. I, I'm not sure if you have to have surgery. I don't think you do. But with IBD, is I think if your are is quite young, that I think um, you, you're quite likely to have it in your life. But it's it's hard to it's hard to like to explain to someone that. He's not sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there now that are sort of trying to spread awareness of kind of all the different things that it can cause you to suffer with as well, which is great, you know. So people really understand, you know, like maybe you've made plans with somebody and then you're just, you know, feeling really exhausted that day and you're trying to explain it to somebody and, you know, they they maybe don't understand. Like oh you, you know you're just tired so you can come out. It's like I literally can't get out of the bed. um But yeah, there's certainly a, a lot more sort of awareness about about the impact it can have on your life now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and, 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 and do you feel um, because with chronic diseases you can get all sort of different things um uh, like as well as that um, like I think you can get. Like, I, I, I won't I name any because there's quite a lot <laughs> but um like do, do, do you feel like with the pandemic that's put like extra stress on like by like people um, as well
1: yeah definitely um you know I probably like most of the people that have brain got told to shield at the beginning of the pandemic which was really crazy. Um, you know people were having like hospital appointments and infusions and things cancelled as well Um, so you know it was um, a sort of big impact for a lot of people and we you know we didn't really know where it was going to go I think you know I've just heard some people now are still kind of going ahead with their surgeries after like a year and a half because they just got put on a waiting list again so you know it has had a big impact on on people's lives
0: yeah Yeah, I I, I think it has because like, um, especially if you're, because having Crohn's it makes you quite vulnerable when, you are not to everybody, I think it depends um, like how your Crohn's is doing, Um, like if you're, like, like for myself, I take, um, I take quite like, um, like, like, like I take, um, like, like, a like, it's a those sort of drugs that Dumping my immune system so I've had to be quite careful but it is it, hard because like you like you 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 think like having Crohn's disease is hard enough and then as I've seen a global pandemic um hit hit the roof it's uh it brings that stress which has been no stress there's a uh, another symptom of Crohn's
1: yeah um I mean I was unwell but I was sort of reasonably stable when the pandemic first started. And then I think it was just the the stress of kind of having to go off work. I just started a new job and then got told to shield. You know, they said that you're literally not allowed to go to the shop or anything. So I was just in the house. Um, and then I ended up having a, a really big flare up, um probably because of the the stress of all of that, really. Um, and then even worse, I had to, ended up having to go to hospital to have my stoma surgery in July. Last year, so that was like right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, So, obviously, all my family and friends were really freaked out that I was going to be admitted to hospital um, in the middle of a pandemic, you know. And they were like, Oh, I don't think it's the right time to do this. I was like, I don't have a choice. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was a bit crazy as well.
0: Yeah, it's hard because I had to spend, you've got to to spend a lot of time at the hospital and lie with lot like of surgeries and appointments or all these different kind of things where um, in, a, in a normal world we wouldn't want to, we, we, we wouldn't be at the hospital if we didn't have Crohn's but um, unfortunately so we have to do those kind of stuff. Um a lot of blood tests and like like um, like I remember before having Crohn's I didn't like any jabs or, or having the needle in my arms or anything like that and then I have to try get used to it it, I suppose it is hard because, um, like like um, I used to have the, like, the ice pack and then on my arm when having the blood test and then I thought to myself, I don't want it anymore <laughs> because it's just going to arm cold. So I just haven't yeah. normally done. But all the things we go through. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, like like um, like how how would you say? Your crying just in at the moment,
1: Lizzie? Well, um, the last year has actually been like, the healthiest that I've been since being diagnosed. I, um, like I said, had a really bad flare-up about a year ago. Um, I'd had it for sort of two years and I'd been on loads of different medications trying to sort of get on top of it. Um, it was sort of reasonably stable. And then I just ended up having like a huge flare up. So um, I had like some blood tests done and got admitted to hospital and decided to have um, a permanent stoma made. So I actually had both the surgeries done together. I had the Barbie butt and the stoma done. So it was a really big surgery. I think it was like nine hours. Um, So it was quite like a a hefty recovery from that, you know, quite a few months laid up. Um, but yeah, since then, you know, I've um, amazingly not been on any medication for like a year and I've not had any flare-ups, which is just crazy. Um, it's like unheard <laughs> of for me. So yeah, it's definitely um, was the right decision to make, I think, for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And how, 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 how is it like having a stoma a as well? Yeah, I was... Um, one of these kind of I found it really hard to accept at first. They told me for about two years that it probably was my only um sort of option really because the treatments were just not having a good enough effect on on my cranes. And I was really, really scared. Like I actually used to cry when they told me I needed it. Um, you know, I thought like you had to wear like clear bags where you could see everything. I thought I was gonna smell, um, all the like stereotypes and I kind of thought that that was what life was going to be like um but yeah it's totally not like that it's not a big deal at all um compared to the Crohn's it's just it's nothing like i can go out the house now um don't have to constantly look for a toilet or feel like that anxiety when you feel like you need to go um, you know my routine's like 10 minutes in the morning and change my bag when i have a shower Um, and that's me kind of done for the rest of the day so it's just um you know a huge sort of change and i definitely say like if anybody's been told that they need the surgery and they feel like i did um just kind of try and push all that out of your mind like i don't have any odour from the bag at all they're really great in the bags um i use like the coloplast one they have like two filters in them so you just you don't get any kind of odour from them at all it's brilliant um yeah and it's just it's not a big deal like a lot of girls have asked me as well like oh I won't be able to wear clothes that I like and um I literally wear like really fitted clothes when I go out and I can't see anything um I just wear like some maybe ostomy like support underwear and it kind of covers the bag so yeah it's um you know was a really sort of positive change for me and I've sort of tried to embrace it as much as I can and try and sort of spread awareness that um, you know it's it's not a big deal at all really it it is in terms of the surgery and things but how my life is now compared to before I had the ostomy um, it's just like such a huge change I literally couldn't leave the house before and now I'm you know working full-time I work as a nurse um, I can go out and not have to feel that stress anymore I can eat like anything which is crazy
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah I think I think uh, that's like uh, that's r- really good that like you you haven't got any um like you haven't had a like I, you're doing alright like you, you, you haven't got um any like flare-ups um like lot lot of with your or so it seems like all oh, that's like doing well for you not having any medication, which is also a good thing, because um, I think that's most people's aim with a love a chronic illness, not to be on any medication. But um, but it's a uh, I suppose it's very hard to get off the medication at first because you you I suppose you want to go on um um like especially if you're like fearful of having like surgery or having a stoma um, as well because you know, I suppose it's, a bit, it's, it's, it's quite a big change to before
1: having it done yeah yeah well um I sort of recently had a discussion with um, my sort of doctors and things i we going to start taking the captive again um just as like preventative now I have kind of got past that one year mark they did say like the longer that you go without a flare the sort of less likely you are to have another one um but just given my history this was like my fourth surgery for my crone so i do have quite a, a high risk of a, a flare up again so um i'm gonna go back on the category period. unfortunately i've literally gone through all the biological treatments so i don't think i've got any of them left anymore <laughs> but um th- there might be a new one that comes out <laughs> if i ever need not. it <laughs> yeah.
0: And there's, there's always different things coming out. Um, so um, I, I took um, I went before I was on Humira, I took the infliximab, and I was on that for a year, and I had a bad reaction, a ninth infusion, so um, couldn't go on that anymore. <laughs> but what um, was
1: that? The uh, the um, infliximab.
0: Yeah, yeah like yeah, the the infliximab infusions. I had. I remember it was the ninth one. Um, and, um, the direction was, um, I had the loads and doses they put in, like, 15 minutes before the execution starts, and, um, I remember I felt quite hot, and then, and then I was, uh, I was, looked red, I, I, I just thought it was hot in the room, um, I didn't think anything of it, I thought, yeah, I think I asked some type in a window or something, because <laughs> it was hot, and then, um, and I, I was really hot. I was like I was in the sauna and I was burning and I kind of felt like the cannula was going to pop out or something. And then I said, no, I'm not all right. And then I struggled to breathe and then I needed an oxygen and then I knew where to stop. But uh, because each time when I went from the infusions um, it went faster each time because I was doing well. And then, and then after that reaction, I did continue doing the infusion, but very slowly. So then after that went on Humira, and then, like, at, at the minute, I'm in a, a little flare where I, I'm going for a pr- procedure, thing, just to see what's happening, because um, I might have to go with the mirror, probably go back on to infusions, which the, the thing I like about the mirror is I don't have to go to hospital, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> it's at home, but um, I was, I'll have to see what, uh, what, what happens, but it's not a... Um, I, I didn't mind the infusions um I, I, the first time I had a cannula when I was having them done but um it was uh, I was hoping to get the temp, I was hoping to get to the tenth one and I couldn't make it ever <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, that one all good but um there's all like, there's all these different like, treatments I haven't been on yet uh, I've always been on in a of prints ever since I was diagnosed really. So, um, yeah. that is our, that dampening to immune system as well. So, um,
1: yeah.
0: it's just, uh, just seeing what happens, I suppose.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like, you never know, kind of, which treatment's gonna work or, like, how long it's gonna work. I had infliximab, but I had a very similar reaction to you, but I was on, like, my fifth one. I remember the third and fourth one, I started to get like a rash going up my arm where the infusion had been. So they started to give me like some steroids and stuff. But then I think, yeah, it was probably about the fifth one I had. I had the same thing. I was really hot sort of struggling to breathe. Um, so we just made the decision to to come off that completely. Um, and then I started on medolizumab, um, I think it was called, but I had like zero response from that. Um, so then I went on to which seemed to sort of work a little bit at first, but then it just kind of wore off. I was taking um, cactipurine and steroids as well, so they were kind of, you know, that's when they started pushing me towards the surgery, because obviously being on like three immune suppressants isn't a good thing. Um, no, so I managed to wean it down to like two. Um, but yeah, eventually kind of went for the, the surgical option again. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've, I've never had um, well, I haven't had surgery with having Crohn's so far, which um, which is good, I suppose. <laughs> um, but who knows? What I might do one day when I'm older. Um, but um, I always I always talk about my consultant about that um, every time I see him, um, which I'll because he'll be doing the procedure when I have it done. So yeah. me, so. Um, yeah, I, I like my servant. I've had him ever since I've died lives and he, he's the one who told me I had Crohn's and um, I, was, um, I didn't know what Crohn's was so um, I was thinking what's that <laughs> um, but and then I learn, I just find out what it is and, and then you and then you kind of um, raise awareness for it at the end
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's it Yeah I mean I kind of got used to seeing like the same consultant and then he left so now I kind of see different people which you know I prefer to sort of see one person that you sort of get along with and know but um, I think it's just one of those things especially like um, you know being in like one, one of the sort of bigger hospitals sometimes you do kind of see like different people every time but you know the good thing is now that I've got a stoma nurse who's really good um, she's kind of like a similar age to me as well so we kind of get on quite well and I can just like text her for anything even if it's not um, so much stoma related mainly more like about my diet you know um, like I, I texted once I got into the cinema I got some popcorn and I text her like oh my god can I eat popcorn <laughs> um, so just stuff like that but that's, that's good that I've got sort of that backup now somebody I can just text about something and ask like a quick question um so you know it's it's nice to have that sort of reassurance and that relationship with somebody that you sort of trust and get on with
0: yeah i think that's i think that's it. that is important like the like um i, I, I like uh, with, with my IBD nurse i go always go to the same one i know there's multiple ones um but i, I prefer uh the one i normally go to because um although they're, they're all great it's just i think the ones that. Yeah, the, all the people that you get used to like i remember going from fusions i'll go oh, i always like the same person to do it each time um i know people do that they, they they train but uh, i prefer them to train on someone else <laughs> not me <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs>
0: um, because i remember once like um I, I i did ask um like because it is it, like because like you have the trainee person there and you have the the more the more the, the one you're used to behind it like teaching them what to do and then and then and then you're more like worried about the training if they're going to get it wrong <laughs> um because i know they have to train um but um i, I, I just liked it when I, i'm used to, to do it, but um.
1: yeah they can train but maybe not on us i think one thing like i think a lot of uh crades people as well have really bad things i don't know why i like used to just dread going for the infusion because it'd be like struggling to get the cannula in all the time that was like the biggest issue. i'd be there for like half an hour before we got the cannula in um so yeah i think a lot of people are in the same boat with that <laughs> if you see somebody that's training you kind of want them to go to the next person with yeah. good veins yeah.
0: it's quite funny because i'd well i think i had the trainee personally once and said i can't find those veins and i said well i've drawn over a litre before i came <laughs> So that's what I normally do before I go for a blood test. I'll drink um, to, uh, before I get any injection that I need to drink, I will. And then uh, after, just, but she said she couldn't find it. Then another person came and said, found straight away. <laughs> so um, it's, it's just, know, and then you wonder uh, uh, how can't they can't find it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like this, a mystery.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, do you think, like, with your Crohn's, that kind of impacts like your job as well?
1: Um. It used to like hugely. I um, don't you know about other people, but I definitely used to be worse in the morning. Like, I used to have to get up like maybe two hours early for work, just to be able to sort of fit in all of the times that I need to go to the toilet before I can actually set off to work. Um, you know, it, it, it's difficult. Um, obviously, like being a nurse myself as well, if I'm kind of in the middle of something and I have to go to the toilet, it's uh, quite a struggle to kind of decide whether you can actually leave what you're doing to go to the toilet or if you just have to kind of try and hold it, um, you know, and being in a lot of pain as well I think one thing with Crohn's they're quite reluctant to give you sort of stronger pain medication because obviously that can affect your bowels as well so I was kind of just left with paracetamol a lot of the time I was you know in so much pain um, I think things with the ostomy is definitely better I've heard of um, quite a few other nurses as well that have got ostomies that work um, I think it's just important to sort of be open like with whoever your employer is and like, let them know that you've got a disability. Um, you know, my employees have, have been like really good about it. Um, the only thing I have to do is wear like a hernia support belt when I'm at work now, just in case I have to kind of lift anything that's a bit heavier just to avoid um, getting like a hernia, you know, I you don't want that. So I just wear it like whenever I'm on shift, uh, just as a precaution. You never know what's going to happen. But um, yeah, generally, it's, it's quite easy to manage it throughout the day. I just keep a couple of sort of spare bags and um, things like that in my bag, just in case, uh, you know, I have any problems. But I've not had any like huge disasters when I've been at work. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite easy to manage. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I think that I think like that's a good thing, like like um, especially if you're like you're a nurse as well, you're probably in the right place if something did happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of strange being in the job that I do and having a disease like this as well, you know, it's like I've seen both sides, you know, like half the time I'll be a patient or half the time I'll be working. Um mm-hmm. but I definitely think that my Crohn's kind of influence war job. I went into um, you know I remember like when I was quite young and I was in hospital when I was like in my early teens and just some of the sort of ignorance I guess towards some of the nurses that the things that they'd say to me Um, you know I remember one nurse like I think they'd offered me something for lunch that was like I knew was really gonna upset my Crohn's. I can't remember what it was maybe it was something like spicy or something and I said oh I really can't eat that um, and they were kind of a bit funny with me, like, oh, you're not eating, you need to put on weight. And then later on in the afternoon, I was eating a packet of crisps, um, just like praying crisps, you know, they're pretty good for people with Crohn's, kind of high calorie snack. And the nurse walked passed on, was like, oh, it's no wonder you're sick when you eat rubbish like that. Oh, I was like, oh, wow. Um, but just little things like that really kind of stuck in my mind and it just sort of made me grow up wanting to be like a positive influence on on people not just with people with Crohn's or colitis but anybody with any kind of long-term health condition um just to have somebody there who kind of understands where you where you are um you know and to you know just have empathy towards you um which you know i i definitely do um so yeah it, it did sort of help influence my career choice i don't know what i would have ended up doing um, so, in a way, you know, I have to sort of see my brains as a positive thing. You know, it's kind of helped me develop as a person and to understand other people's sort of conditions that they have and their struggle as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think I think that's completely right. And like, 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 like we've been a nurse as well. Like, because there's, um, I suppose, there's quite a lot of nurses like at the hospital. what, what, what? what what do you like, What what's kind of your job as being a nurse? Because I know there's quite a, a lot of um, titles for different nurses.
1: Um, I work in elderly care at the moment. Um, so I've kind of, I've worked kind of all over really. Um, I've worked at the hospital. Um, I've worked on like chemotherapy wards. Um, but i i do, i really quite like working with the elderly um they're quite fun, they're quite fun to work with uh, you wouldn't think it but they are they're quite funny people to work with um and i think it's um it's one of those jobs as well like a lot of people kind of just go into it just because it's a job whereas you know i i do enjoy it um but i definitely sort of do enjoy um sort of being an advocate for Crohn's as well and sort of spreading awareness for that. So I don't know whether sort of later on in my nursing journey whether I would want to sort of go towards something more focused towards, you know, autoimmune disease or Crohn's. Um, you know, I, I would love to sort of be able to go into the hospital and maybe see people that have got stomas and just talk to them about how, how life is with one. Um or even sort of, you know, the Barbie butt surgery. I think a lot of people are quite apprehensive about that surgery. Um, You know, I remember feeling the same. I was really kind of freaked out and I didn't really even know what it was going to entail that they just told me, you know, they were going to do something with my bum. So I thought, oh, maybe they're just going to like stitch it shut. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was was a, a difficult surgery to recover from. I think it took me about seven months altogether to completely kind of heal up from it Um, but you know now it's um, it's fine and bizarrely enough it doesn't have like a scar or anything there which is weird considering um, they do make quite a large sort of incision but the you know recovery from it is kind of slow but I think it's worth it I think if I wouldn't have had that surgery done kind of at the same time. Um, I might still be in a flare-up because there was sort of a lot of Crohn's disease in that area that I think needed to be removed. Um, I think the only thing is I do sometimes feel like a little bit kind of jealous when I hear of people that have got like the J pouch and things and I kind of think, oh, that'd be nice, like, to not sort of have a bag. But um, then again, they they don't sort of always work for everybody, some people. Um, they work quite well for them, but again, that has kind of its own ups and downs, just like the stoma does. You know, I think they have to sort of watch their diet quite a lot. They still have to go to the toilet quite a lot of times, just like somebody with Crohn's. So um, I think it just depends on the individual. I think, you know, a lot of people with the stomas kind of have to make that decision, like if they want to make it permanent or or try for a reversal. But it's, it's personal choice. But for me, I, I feel like it was the right decision to to go ahead and have it done
0: yeah uh, that, i think that's uh, a. That, uh, it, it's good because you have to that's the thing with crime to it's um i'd like or, or when you go in these like appointments and like con- consultants or doctors say to go on this certain treatment or uh, and they advise you to come to stoma or have surgeries so it's always down to you it's always down to your own choice so um it's it's, a, it's important, I suppose, to listen to what you doctor thinks as well, because um, I was, I remember, I um, the first treatment, I I, I I could have gone was Humira, and I, I I I think I decided not to go on that straight away and I go down the infusion route first, and then um, cause I, I, I could have gone on Humira straight away, um, but I chose to um chose to go on Fliximab, and um. That worked for a year, <laughs> so um, so I know some people that've been on it for years, <laughs> and um, um, and uh, uh, like um, that, that, that's good. Like works well, for some people, not not for everybody. But like um, who knows? Like where wh- wh- you've been, a nurse? You might want to like as you say, like to, going to like go the like, IBD, Crohn's, Crohn's route. Maybe possibly want to be an IBD nurse one day. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: you never know. I would never know. But um, yeah. So um, Lizzie, I think it's been a, a great chat. But um, I just want to just ask one more thing. Um, is there like um, any more like any other advice that you'd give to um, maybe people um, with IBD or, or Crohn's disease as well?
1: Um, I think one thing I just try to remember is. I'm having like a bad day or a flare-up is to just try and remember that it won't always be like that. Um, you know, the disease does does change, flare-ups come and go, and you might feel like it's gonna last forever or that it's lasted forever, but um, you just have to have faith that it will it will get better one day, you know, whether it's because of surgery or because of medication or just because you go into remission. But just try and sort of stay positive and you know don't sort of get stuck in a rut thinking that you're always going to be like that for this to be life because nobody's in the flare for like their entire life you know it comes and goes Um, but I certainly try to make the most of any time I have that I'm you know free from a flare up and just get out there and you know have fun and do as much as I can because Although it's, it, it's sad to think, you know, sometimes you, you don't know when it's maybe going to come back or when you're going to have a bad day again. So I, I definitely try to embrace the good days and, um, yeah, just try to get out there and live my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think, I think that's the most important thing, just to try and, like, as um, like you say, oh, 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 when you have a good day, try and enjoy it. And because you, you don't know what's around the corner. Yeah,
1: well, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, well thank you again Lizzie, I think it's been a great chat like hearing like your crones and all the wonderful things you do and like being a nurse and raising awareness for crones
1: too. That's great, thank you for having me on. <laughs> thank you.